Welcome to Baldy's Breakdowns, the NFL Draft Show, and we're going to talk about centers. You know, the guy that snaps the ball from the start the play to the quarterback. There's a bunch of them in this in the draft. I've been studying this thing now for the last two months. Uh, I have a pretty good idea about what to look for. I played center for an entire year when we had an injury in Indianapolis. Had to snap it. I actually loved playing center. It's a position of leadership. You set the huddle. You set the protections. There is a natural um, uh, association between the center and the quarterback and the play caller. They kind of all go together. Uh, it's a very important position in the NFL. It seems to be a position of need, yet it isn't a position where first-round picks get taken off. And Nick Mangold was a first-round pick of the Jets, worth every bit of the pick coming out of Ohio State. I don't see anybody like Nick Mangold in this draft. I don't see a first-round draft pick. I see good players. And, you know, like, you know, like Jason Kelsey's the best center in football in my mind. Um, he was a six-round pick at the University of Cincinnati back in 2012, maybe. Um, and, and he was an undersized player at Cincinnati, weighing 280 pounds, ran a 4.8940, ran like a linebacker, still runs like a linebacker, at a pumped-up 300 pounds. But he is a phenomenal athlete and football player. Um just an, an incredible skill set. And I want to get into these these centers in this draft because I think a bunch of them are going to get drafted. I don't feel any of them will get called on Thursday night, February uh, April 27th. I, I, I just don't see it. But at the top of my list right now is Joe Tipman from the University of Wisconsin. And all these all these centers are a little flawed. There's this, the reason why they're centers. They're not the elite athletes that tackles are. They don't typically move the way guards do. And so they're all physically a little bit different. Like Tipman is really tall. He's six foot six, which is tall for a center. I, I can't really Justin Britt, you know, was a six foot six center, played in this league, was in Houston, Seattle. Um, there's some guys that can play at that size. Now, the, the unusual thing about Tipman, when you watch him, he's six six, 317 pounds, ran really well. Ran a 5.0240 which is elite for center. He started 23 games at Wisconsin in a really good, you know, program. Wisconsin's a, a top flight program in the, in the big 10 and uh, they play a lot of big games. Um, he went against Keanu Benton every day uh, in practice. Who's a top flight nose tackle in this draft. So, you know, iron sharpens iron and all that stuff. But when I watch him, they do a protection at, um, Ohio State uh, at, at Wisconsin, I'm sorry, at Wisconsin, that I saw Nebraska do. And last year, Cam Jurgens came out of the draft. The Eagles drafted him uh, early in the draft last year. And Nebraska ran this protection. What it is is you snap the ball, and then you pull, and you block the backside defensive end. Like, it's kind of insane to think you're going to pull the center and block the, block the backside defensive end. But Joe Tipman did that a number of times. When I saw that, I said, this is a guy that has good movement, you know, like, and then, you know, he's got long arms and he's tall and, you know, he can handle the end and protect the backside of the quarterback. And we used to run that protection when I was in Dallas a lot, where we would pull the center to block the outside linebacker. I mean, it wasn't fun blocking LT screaming off the edge from the center position, but, you know, sometimes that was the best way to, to really keep things solid in the middle. Anyways, I saw Wisconsin do that. Tipman did it. He's my number one prospect. I don't think he's in the first round. 
But, like, the Jets have the 42nd and 43rd pick in this draft. Could Joe Douglas, general manager of the Jets, say, okay, let's go take a tackle in the first round. Let's draft Joe Tipman in the second round. And let's just fix this offense line once and for all. Aaron Rodgers, when he gets here, he's going to get protected. He's going to have a big center. He's going to have big tackles. Like, let's let him do his job behind a big old wall. That would make a lot of sense. My second choice, um, and I really like this player from Arkansas, Ricky Stromberg. Um, I don't, you know, I, I think he's probably a third round pick. Um, that's my guess right now is that Stromberg goes uh, in the third round. I, you know, he could be a second round pick. I just know he started 44 games at Arkansas. Like there's a lot of tape. You're up in, the, you're down there in the SEC. You're going up against these number one draft pick defensive linemen every single Saturday. And for 44 weeks, he battled them. And, you know, he's, he's six, three and a half. He's 15 pounds. He's got, Pretty long arms. He didn't give up a single sack this year. Ricky Stromberg, when I see him, like he's got a big frame. He doesn't look small. You know, if he retired tomorrow, he's not going to shrink. Like he's going to be a big man. He's got a big frame. He ran well. He ran a 5-2-6-40, I believe. Um, you know, he was a four four seven short shuttle guy. Plenty of quickness. But I feel like Ricky Stromberg is a guy – that could get taken in the third round and could come in and start day one for teams that are, are, are center needy, like the Jets. Um, you know, if Tampa wants to draft a replacement for Ryan Jensen, I know they, they play, played a, you know, a center last year that was drafted. Um, but there's teams that just need centers, you know, and you can find them in the draft. Last year, Jacksonville drafted a center out of Kentucky in the third round. He started all year for him. You can find starting centers in the third round. It's not uncommon. I feel like Ricky Stromberg with his resume can do that. Now, I'm not overlooking John Michael Schmitz because if you look at all the draft reports and study all the, the stuff that's out there, he's kind of the number one center out there. He probably could have come out last year out of the University of Minnesota. But I just think there's something like his stature is just small. And I'm not – saying that guys like J.C. Kelsey can't play. They can. Undersized guys, but he seems undersized to me. I'm, it's hard to believe that a guy that's six foot three, 300 pounds is undersized, but sometimes you just look at frames and you just go, okay, that's not going to be the biggest guy going up against Dexter Lawrence at 350 pounds. So Jordan Davis at 370 pounds. Like, you don't want that, you know, like, I'm good friends um, – with uh, Cesar Ruiz, okay, he starts for the New Orleans Saints. He starts at guard. Um, he's an undersized kid, but he's a really good football player. And his natural position is center. He plays right guard because they got uh, Eric McCoy at center in New Orleans. But, you know, he looks undersized in there, even though he plays with good leverage. So I'm just making the comparisons. But John Michael Schmitz, the thing is, he's a six-year player. He's going to be 24 years old, you know, um, he started 35 games for the Golden Gophers. Um, you know, there's plenty of plenty of games where you can look at John Michael Schmitz and say, okay, he could be a second-round pick. I don't believe he will be. I believe he's a third-round selection. But he could be taken higher simply because he's got a lot of – you know, he played a lot of games at Minnesota. And you're going up against, you know, Michigan and those defensive tackles, Mazzy Smith, and you're going up against Ohio State and those guys. You know, you're going up, you're going up against Wisconsin – 
you're seeing some really good defensive tackles week in, week out. And he certainly was held his own more than enough. I mean, people, um, he's got a wrestling background. I love that about him. You know, Creed Humphrey was a second round pick of the Kansas City Chiefs out of Oklahoma. The kid is a stud. Um, he started every single game for Kansas City the last two years. He's played every snap two straight years in a row, including the runs in the postseason of Super Bowl. Creed Humphrey is a left-handed center. Um, he's wrestling background. You can see it the way he plays. John Michael Schmitz has that about him. He has that that ability to just take you to the mat, you know, and wrestle you. You know, um, the guy Linderbaum last year from Iowa was the first-round pick of the Baltimore Ravens. And he's that feisty, smaller guy like John Michael Schmitz can just wrestle you to the ground. I thought Baltimore got better with Tyler Lindenbaum, you know, at center a year ago. So there's a place for these guys, no doubt about it. Um, I'm not down on John Michael Schmitz. I just – I like Stromberg and I like Tipman. But my fourth choice is also in the Big Ten, Luke Whipler um, from Ohio State. He started 26 straight games. You know, it's C.J. Stroud, um, you know, whether he's a number one, number two, number three quarterback in this league – um, in this draft, like he started 26 straight games too. every game that CJ Stroud has, has started at Ohio state, Luke Whipler was snapping him the football. Like they've, they've been a, a, a team in cahoots, you know, so you want to go study CJ Stroud, get ready for the draft. You're going to watch Luke Whipler because every play started with Luke snapping the ball. Um, he also is kind of an undersized guy, it's, you know, just a little over six to 300 pounds. Pretty short arms for any offense line position under 31 inches. Um, that's that's the knock. But with that said, he still found a way to play at a high level on a great team and a really good, you know, franchise. So when I watch Luke Whipler, I go, okay, he's got some of that Tyler Lindenbaum thing to him where he's he's he looks small in there. Um, he looks like he's got a battle with everything he's got to be able to handle some of these guys. And so you're going to lose some battles in there simply because of your size. But I feel like he's got the toughness and the smarts to play at the NFL level. You know, like maybe fourth-round pick, it, it wouldn't be a bad selection for somebody. Fourth to fifth round for Luke Whipler. And then um, my last choice at center is out of Oregon, um, Alex Forsythe. And I think I – you know, when I watch him, he started 27 games for the Ducks – over the last uh, two-plus years, um, didn't give up a single sack this year. They're a dynamic offense in how they do things at Oregon. Well-coached, but he's a big guy. I mean, he's, he's 6'4", he's 310 pounds. Um, he ran really well. He ran like a 5'240". Um, is, he, is Alex Forsyth, is he a fifth-round pick? Probably fourth or fifth round. I believe he'll get drafted somewhere in there. Some of these guys – you know, once you start dropping to the fourth round, you know, fourth round, fifth round, sixth round, it's just really team comes up. Is there a position of need right there? Do they have a bunch of picks there? Uh, do they feel like they got a guy that could go compete for a center position, maybe play some guard? Because I think Forsyth can play some guard. You know, just have position versatility. I mean, that's what you're looking for. If you got a starting guard, you know, uh, can and you're dressing seven offensive linemen on Sunday for an NFL team, does your backup center can he play guard? Can he? Does he have some position versatility? Because you you can't always dress eight linemen, have a backup center, backup guard, backup tackle. Sometimes 
that six man's got to play guard or center. And so could Forsyth do that? I mean, that's something that you're in the war room. It's day three of the draft. You're going through, you know, players that you studied that you like. You're thinking about, okay, can they be that seventh guy? You know, can they step in and fill in at guard or center if something happens to our starter? Like, I feel like that's where Forsyth could be. Um, and so I think it's a good draft for centers because I think there's some depth there. There's a lot of other names that I could throw out there right now. I'm just giving you the top five. But I feel like it's a pretty good draft of depth because there's a lot of guys that played, you know, last two years or like Stromberg played four straight years at Arkansas. Guys that have a lot of tape, you go back and watch them in 2020. You watch them in even, you know, as far back as 2019. And you can pull out games when they were young and a freshman. Um, but certainly over the last two years, all these guys, there's plenty of tape to go study uh, any of these centers, and you can make your evaluations off a pretty large sample size. So that's uh, Baldy's breakdowns, the centers, the way I see it.